Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Superman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 69, Action Figures and Double Dose. Hi, pals. We are now in different locations. Last, yeah. last week, we were in the same location. This yeah. week, we've resumed our uh, our positions here in, in the separate places that we are. And yeah. once again, you're skipping this bit because this is nothing. <clears throat> half of us went home. Yeah, the other half already were home. Mm-hmm. Funny how that works. Yeah. There were like eight people in my house. Yeah, it was weird. It just, it, you know, it was like a feast or famine thing. It was yeah. like a year and a half of quarantine. And then, oh, everyone I know within about a hundred mile radius mm-hmm. is right here. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm in your house. Mm-hmm. Usually you live behind the black. Mm-hmm. That's uh, absolutely not relevant to the show whatsoever. No, but, just a, uh, just if, a little bit of banter there. If you were wondering what's going on in our lives, that's some of it. Uh, it's a tiny bit of it, you know. We hung out. We made a show. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we we plotted out the uh, season finale of Endeavor, yep. our uh, extremely neglected Star Trek fanfic <laughs> podcast. And uh, I was going to say acclaimed. Well, you know, we got a couple of people that acclaim it, I yeah, suppose. Right. We got a couple of people who uh, are like, you did a good job. More, more people could be acclaiming. And and this show, too, come to think of yeah. it. Yeah. Acclaim hell? us. Everyone yeah. tell us we're better. Well, you know, don't you tell us. Tell other people. Yeah. Tell us acclaim. and other people. Yes. Uh, there is more attention being drawn to the show that we are currently reviewing because it is dropping on Blu-ray yes. at long last. So, like, Finally. The, more, the more people get into the show via uh, streaming or, or that, uh, hey, we're here. Mm-hmm. Come listen. We're not going anywhere. We've we proven. Got, we what, like we got half a show like, left. I oh yeah oh yeah Superman we're we're gonna be in like two or three weeks we're already gonna be to the season three premiere which is uh, good crazy so we're already yeah a good chunk of the way through um but yeah we proved with Star Trek that we will see it through until lower decks happen and we give up uh huh <laughs> we we just I don't know about you but I just got so sad yeah well for me it was Discovery season yeah. three but it was it's the same you know we both same end result we both hated a Star Trek show so much. Mm-hmm. All right. We're done here. Uh-huh. Whereas, thankfully, this has an end. We're, yep. we're ending on the last episode of JLU. I don't care if they continue this. That's mm-hmm. that's where this stops. Yep. We're closed. So, yes. Uh, okay. That said, why don't we talk about action figures, which last week I guessed was a Toy Man episode, and I guessed wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this is called action figures. I I do. But, because uh, of what? some action figures? Well, it's because children. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah. Angela Chen, Metropolis's answer to the question, what if Summer Gleason opened episodes with handy exposition reminding you of plot threads we left dangling from last season, does that thing I just said, specifically reminding us that Metallo has been trudging around on the bottom of the ocean since Lex put on his little sailor suit and dumped his ass there one year ago. And now, by sheer unfathomably unlikely coincidence, it appears that old Corbin Kryptoniterman has finally run aground on a small volcanic island somewhere in... well, somewhere... There are plenty of volcanic islands around the world. I suppose it really doesn't matter which one he walked to. The DC Wiki's not calling this a continuity error, so I'm not going to sweat it. Remember the last time we saw Metallo, how he was suffering from some nonspecific deadly virus? 
Well, this time he has an even more quintessentially cartoon condition. Amnesia! We've all seen that meme that talks about how we as children were misled about the importance of quicksand in the world, given how much it showed up in cartoons and other adventure-type stories. I would absolutely add amnesia to that list. And active volcanoes, for that (laughs) matter. But I'm not sure why I'd even bring that up right now. Studying the active volcano on this very island is a scientist voiced by criminally underrated performer Ernie Hudson. For God's sake, people, the man was a ghostbuster. Okay, so the actual Ghostbusters franchise also didn't even use him to one-tenth of his full potential, but Dr. Zedmore also has two children, and while this episode doesn't actually say this out loud, he really strikes me as that very specific kind of scientist character who's so absorbed in his work that he sometimes forgets he actually has kids. Which is too bad, really, because the kids, a boy named Bobby and a girl named Sarita, are actually pretty cool. They hate being stuck in this tiny shithole in the middle of nowhere, which is something young Al could very much relate to. They also befriend the aforementioned amnesiac Metallo, which is something young Al would very much have loved to do, and honestly, he's a little envious of those fictional children now. So is modern 46-year-old Al, if we're being completely honest. Bobby and Sarita help Metallo recover his missing memories and try to convince him that, despite the presence of heavy armor and weaponry, he's actually a good guy. Like Superman. And if this sounds exactly like the plot of the movie The Iron Giant, you're crazy. That movie hasn't even been made yet. Also, this is two children not just one, and neither of them is is called Hogarth. (laughs) Completely different. Hearing about someone matching Metallo's description, rescuing someone Superman-style, Chet Manley, I I mean, Lois Lane, jets off to investigate. And since Superman has a Google alert set for Lois traveling to someplace dangerous, like the site of an active volcano, he's right behind her. This time he remembered to bring that lead anti-kryptonite suit, which is great for him until Metallo, who, by the way, regained his memories, rips it off him and resumes bathing Superman in toxic green rays from his chest door. (laughs) Then the volcano erupts and Superman rips the kryptonite out of Metallo and throws it into the oncoming lava flow and rescues Lois and the kids. It's all a lot more exciting than I'm making it sound, but this summary was starting to run a little long, so I decided to go with one single run-on sentence for the entire third act. Just a little glimpse into my process there. The episode ends with Metallo completely immobilized and monologuing inside his head to keep himself sane. Like that one episode of uh, Alfred Hitchcock Presents where Joseph Cotton is pinned behind his steering wheel. And if you don't know that reference, go watch that episode. It's called Breakdown. It's directed by Hitchcock himself, and it's phenomenal. And while you're at it, watch The Iron Giant, even if you've already seen it, because it's great. Uh, That's The Iron Giant appearing now in Space Jam A New Legacy and also uh, Ready Ready Player Player One. One. Yeah, no, there was a time when The Iron Giant was very cool. You, you've you seen that movie, right? I watched it with you because you were like, you haven't seen The Iron Giant? Shut up and come over here. We're watching The Iron Giant. Well, there was a there was a period where I did that for you, and I did it for our friend mm-hmm. Tilo, and I feel like I did it for someone else because, yep. yeah, no one, no one knows about that movie, and it's so good. Yep. We watched that movie, and I cried in your living room. Well, it's, it's a tearjerker. Uh-huh. I've seen it probably ten times, and I cry every time, so, you know. But uh, this episode, not quite so sad, but definitely, weirdly, hits a lot of the same beats. It does. Um, it's very strange. I love uh, the kids just like, oh, wow, a robot. Uh-huh. And uh, Metal is just like, yes, a robot. Well, at first he is, he, he genuinely has mm-hmm. amnesia, but he, like, as soon as they say Superman, all the memories trigger. Well, the little girl he's... makes him a Superman doll, and he's like, I hate Superman dolls. And also yeah, he, like, Superman. He crushes this thing made out of Play-Doh and Popsicle mm-hmm. sticks, and thankfully she's, you know, she's uh, scurried off to dinner or whatever, because I think it would have broken her little heart if yeah. he just did it right in front of her. I This is my good thing. I love Corbin. He's such a piece of shit. He sure is. Just like, as soon as he sort of clicks onto what's going on, he's like, oh, yes, 
I'm re I regained my memories and it turns out that I'm an alien from a different planet who needs to talk to your world leaders. Uh, but first, you need to steal me a coat from your dad so I can escape this island. Mm hmm. No, and, and uh, Malcolm McDowell continues to be a great choice mm -hmm. for that because I know movies and TV want us to think he's the big epic villain, but he's just kind of a jerk. Yeah, he is a wonderful jerk. Oh, no, I love him. Mm -hmm. But he's not like. Like, in Star Trek parlance, he was not Khan. No. Uh, he was one guy who wanted to get back to, like, the uh, the intergalactic magic spank bank. Yep. I killed Captain Kirk. Oh, wow. You uh, you killed an old man. Also, you killed Captain Kirk so you could jump back into a hole. Mm-hmm. I want, not... I want to be in the hole. Like, he didn't, uh, he wasn't trying to destroy the galaxy or, mm -hmm. or wipe out Earth or whatever. He just wanted to go go into a hole. What if I aim this hole at a planet and then I'm on the planet? Mm-hmm. Then we all go in the hole. It's like actually, Bucky. it's actually a space ribbon, which I will tell you repeatedly. Makes yeah, you go to Dickensian England. Well, it doesn't make you go there. It makes you go there if you want to go there. You get to. It's a privilege. It, it could also take you to, uh, making eggs. Mm-hmm. Chopping wood and making eggs. Uh, Star Trek. Hey, what do you think the best thing is, Star Trek? Oh, well, I'll tell you. Oh, no, I believe I believe Captain Picard thought the best thing was Dickensian in uh, England, but mm -hmm. uh, Bill liking horses suddenly. Okay, we, we, you know what? We talked about this for 10 years. <laughs> we had years. a whole show about this. We sure did. Um, my good thing, uh, I, I, and I, I already said it reminded mm -hmm. me of an Alf Alfred Hitchcock Presents, but just generally... <laughs> that ending, just the idea that he's trapped with his own thoughts and he yep. can't move, like the lava solidified and he's just stuck. Yep. And he's like, I, I can't lose my mind. I have to keep talking. I have to remember. I'm John Corbett. Be cool, it's just, Metallo. It's just so good. All you he's gotta, like, oh, go ahead. All you got to do is be quiet and think about how much you hate Superman. And don't go crazy. Don't start talking to yourself like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he he already spent a year... On the floor of the ocean. All his skin with no fell off. With nothing but his thoughts. There at least I had fish to talk to. Mm, they're I not that interested in what he has to say. Fish don't know who Superman is. I had one fish who, who was my dearest friend. <laughs> then I ate him. And then I ate him. I don't even need food anymore. But I do have real human teeth. I'm... <laughs> oh, God! This is a realization I had, which I know I, I saw you you spotted in my notes, so I kind of want to talk about this. Uh huh. Um, I thought it might have been a coloring error at first because the rest of him is you know silver mm -hmm. and his teeth are white, and then I realized no, he was supposed to pass for human when he had skin. Yeah, those are real teeth, or else something very like real teeth, because they were supposed to pass as human. So <laughs> he's a he's he's a completely synthetic like exoskeleton, uh, mm -hmm. except for the teeth. Lex is, like, talking to the guy who's building it. Make sure you put real teeth in there. What? Why? For secret purposes. I don't want anyone knowing that he's a robot until it's too late. Well, that, no, the point was that he was going to, you know, disguise himself as mm -hmm. human. And uh, if he had robot teeth, like fucking that guy from James Bond, it would be hard to, you know, hard to pass. I still love that they that his origin was Lex telling you, we'll put robots, like robot body underneath your skin. What they uh -huh. really did was just throw his body away and then put his brain in a robot. Well, I think they also put his teeth in a robot, is my point. <laughs> I think those are John Corbin's teeth. I don't think they synthesized new teeth. I think they just ripped him out of his corpse. Well, you think Lex doesn't have access to a teeth-making machine? 
Oh, no, I do. I don't think he thinks John Corbin is worth it. I'm not spending money on new teeth for this idiot. We're also going to throw those teeth away? What a waste. (laughs) I'm going to use it to make a tooth monster to eat Superman. I'm not, I mean, okay, I am made of money, but, like, come on, man. (laughs) It's the principle of the thing. I didn't get rich by throwing money away for teeth for my robots. (laughs) I don't know, he's also got that uh, robot Mm T-Rex. That That has plenty of teeth. That's what I'm saying. Like, possibly the most powerful jaws that there are. (laughs) Why does the... (laughs) Why does the robot, the robot T-Rex get teeth and the robot man gets nothing? Shut up, Corbin, or you'll get no teeth at all. Look, you got the chest door, okay? You were in on the ground floor with the chest door. You know how badly the T-Rex wanted a chest door? And I said, no, only Corbin gets the chest door because I like you more. Everyone on my payroll is lining up for a chest door. And I said, oh, no. Mercy, you want a chest door, right? Hmm? Uh, Yeah, whatever. Uh Uh-huh. Meanwhile, she's just, like, flicking Corbin in the head to yep. make the, like, gong. <laughs> Is that annoying? Dong. How about now? <laughs> Dong. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> I did like, and I said this in my summary already, but I like Superman showing up in the lead suit, and it only worked for, you know, two punches. <laughs> oh, no, I forgot to make it out of anything that wasn't breakable. Right. Well, he just tore, he just tears it right off. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, oh, you're under that. Good. <laughs> Well, I knew I was going to an active, possibly erupting volcano. I probably should have brought the volcano-proof suit, but uh, the weird, the well, weird thing is, Doctor Ernie Hudson was like, "Oh no, this vo- we're here to study this volcano. It's not going off anytime soon." Mm-hmm. And then it just does. It's yep. not like something Metallo did caused it. Listen. It's just Ernie Hudson and his team of seismologists are just very bad at their jobs. <laughs> uh, so why are you here? Oh, we're trying to make sure we need to me- to know when the volcano is going to erupt. So we're doing tests on it. Oh, no, the volcano erupted. Who could have seen this coming? We were studying volcanoes. We're near this volcano that's going to erupt in like two years. It's Mm -hmm. it's safe and oh, shit. (laughs) The volcano could erupt any time within 100 years and now. I mean, that is how I think. I I believe that is how Earth science works. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's that precise. But also, he specifically says, we're fine. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. They weren't. No. I mean, Uh, they lived, but. (laughs) Yeah, but only because of Superman. Mm Mm-hmm. If if the volcano had just erupted, they would have been, you know, they would have been thinking their thoughts frozen in lava, maybe. <laughs> Boy, I sure wish my dad hadn't brought me to this stupid volcano island. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the I love the kids. In fact, that that just brings me to yeah. my quote, which is the just the opening as we get to know. I don't remember if it was the boy or the girl. It doesn't matter. But this is uh, this is what they say, and just delighted me. Stupid volcano. I, I really like those kids. Mm-hmm. They were uh, they were enjoyable. Like I always worry when you see kids in a story like this. Like ugh, they're gonna be annoying. But they're gonna no. find Batman in their basement or some damn thing. Well, I mean, this was basically I've got Metallo in my basement. Uh-huh. I've got <laughs> but, Metallo in the backyard. Yeah. Uh, also uh, worth noting. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I mean, not obviously, but uh, Ernie Hudson uh, voiced the the, the scientist, uh, uh, a person of color, and and the kids were kids of color and yep. it wasn't like it wasn't a thing it was just like oh by the way mm-hmm. people exist who aren't white in in our world and it's nice yeah it's nice to see that maybe Good job put some more of that in yeah 
Also, it wasn't just a little boy who found the robot and thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Like, they both did. Which yeah. Also cool. Little it's, girls it's can nice also like robots. Oh, yeah. Everybody can Fuck like yeah. robots. Yeah, robots are great. Mm-hmm. I know you like monsters more, but that's because you're wrong. I've, listen, this was a very good robot. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I like Corbin when his, ha- when his face is all hanging off and shit, but I'll also take just ripping off the, T- the T-800 with a mouthful of human teeth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just straight up Terminator skull. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's be real. I love a I love a good robot skeleton. Well, you love skeletons. I do love skeletons. You are a noted skeleton enthusiast. There are about eight different skulls in this apartment right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not counting the ones owned by the two people who live here. Yeah, no, of course not. You don't really have access to those. Like mm. you kind of have access to your own, but not exactly. I mean, I've got it, but I can't do anything with it. Right. And uh, when you when you came to my house, you got to meet uh, good old Bill Door. Mm-hmm. Great a guy. Size skeleton we have just sitting outside of our uh, living room. <laughs> nice guy. Kind of thin. Yeah. Uh, what was your bad thing? Uh, so there's a moment when Metallo and Superman are fighting and the volcano is actively erupting. And Superman mm-hmm. goes, Lois, you need to get those kids out of here. They're in danger. And Lois goes, that's a good idea. Hey, kids, want to watch Superman beat up a robot for 20 minutes first? Mm-hmm. Well, There's, she's got to get the story. Lois, I love you to death. There's lava about to, about to, to like, burn you. Eh, yeah. I'm friends with Superman. It'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, he could save all three of us probably, right? I mean, he does scoop up all three of them and just fly away, so. Yeah. But she's really she's really playing with, uh, with well, I was going to say fire, but uh doesn't catch fire till it touches you, I guess. Yeah. Just taking notes. Lava approaching. Mm-hmm. Oh, Perry's going to love this. This will make a great story. Mm-hmm. What a you, scoop. I thought you won a Pulitzer, Miss Lane. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever the fuck that sword award and, was, that almost killed me. I got a Pulitzer. I got a big sword award. I got an Oscar for some reason. <laughs> She's almost got a, uh, oh God, a Pigot? A Pigot. <laughs> Pulitzer, Oscar, yeah. Excalibur. It's an Excalibur. It's an Excalibur award. I just like mm-hmm. saying sword award. I know what it is. And a Tony. Uh-huh. Well, Her work on Fiddler. She was she was in the chorus, but they give it to the whole cast, so, sure. you know. She did do the speech, though, the acceptance speech for it, though, and it was terrible. Oh, of course she did. She was really just padding out, waiting for someone to kill <laughs> someone, so, you know. It's, it's, they didn't drop a chandelier on me or not. That's Phantom. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, they drop a giant fiddle off the roof, I assume. <laughs> Pretty crazy, huh? I... I guess. These are the things I know about Fiddler on the Roof, a play I've seen once. I only know that because Brian says it. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if it's from the thing. I know it's a Jewish thing. Mm -hmm. It is. Based in, like, uh, sort of, like, uh, Jewish uh, tradition Mm -hmm. and such. That is all that I know about Mm -hmm. it. Uh, Okay. Uh, My bad thing. Yes. Metallo makes a crack about wanting to kiss Lois when he sees her. Like, he mentioned, oh, I have human teeth. He doesn't mention the teeth, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to assume he did. I have human teeth, but I no longer have lips. I, I wish I did so I could kiss you. And it's like, I, I wish everyone would stop trying to kiss Lois it's all the time. It's every week now, you know? I love kissing Lois Lane, but I can't because my face fell off. And it's like, look, she's very attractive mm-hmm. and very desirable, but also Stop being gross. gross. Yeah. N- knock it off. And look, he was like that last time, too, mm-hmm. but that... I think he did kiss her when he had lips. Now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, well, it was not. Maybe, a, it was unpleasant. 
Maybe that's why he doesn't have lips anymore. Yeah, Maybe good. she smacked him off. A fish ate my face, and now I can't kiss anyone. Oh, no. You forget. I smacked you in the face so hard your lips fell off. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, my lips. Mm-hmm. And that pirate told me not to put my lips on anything. <laughs> that is the deepest of deep cuts, by the way. <laughs> this other pirate told me to ask him about Loom. I don't even know what that is anymore. <laughs> There's a bit where, okay, before the volcano actually erupts when, like, uh, or, or when it erupts a little bit, mm-hmm. like, the, before the eruption is great. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another deep cut, by the way. Uh-huh. Um. And uh, Superman's, like, there's boulders flying, and Superman's punching them and Mm -hmm. making a bunch of smaller rocks rain down on people, and I feel like he's endangering them more. It's easy to run out of the path of a giant boulder, but when hundreds of micro fragments are traveling at the speed of sound at you, uh, it might be worse. Thanks for nothing, Superman. I'm helping. Mm Mm-hmm. No need to thank me, citizen. Oh, I wasn't. Superman. Superman. (laughs) Punching a rock. And it's Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Let's see. Um, I spent a lot of this episode wondering what uh, Corbin's nose was made out of when he had skin. I I mean, probably, I don't know. Really, you spent a lot of time. I spent a lot of time because you just th- you spent a lot of time looking at him, and I'm like, yeah. well, he's got those nose holes, like he like he's a Terminator. What's his yeah. nose made of? Well, presumably they put something in to support the skin. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, in us, it's cartilage. So for him, it, just plastic or something, I would assume. <laughs> oh, no, my plastic nose fell off. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, Groucho glasses. And right before my date. On the inside. Mm-hmm. Like, right underneath the skin, between the skin and the layer of, you know, exoskeleton. Which really, wouldn't it be an endoskeleton because it goes on the inside? I think so. I don't know. Anyway, uh, this is a pair of Groucho glasses. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. And then put real skin over them. Completely fine. Yeah, you put a trench coat and a hat on him, like so much thing, and he's ready to go out into the world. Oh, I was uh, I was thinking of um, Zach McCracken and the Alien Mindbenders, but mm-hmm. I might have finally found a cut too deep for you. That's a that's a game I was aware of, but never played. Ah, uh, it was a great game. You really missed out. Um, what else? Uh, what else? Oh, so we've been talking a lot about those quintessential Superman moments. Mm-hmm. This. This is not something I expected to talk about, but it keeps coming up, like the the train thing, mm-hmm. where he lets the train roll over him, and the, the saving an airplane thing. Um, redirecting the lava flow of a volcano is absolutely one of those things. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, but it was also just one of those, yeah, that's what I, like, it's like when you go to uh, a concert and mm-hmm. the band plays all their hits. Yep. And they do it in a way where it's not like, oh, this is a song I've heard a hundred times before. They make it cool again. And like, yeah. Superman's doing all the shit Superman should be doing, and it's great. This is from Superman's best of CD. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop a train using my back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to stop the flow of lava by uh, digging a big trench. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I'll leap over a building or something. Well, no, no. If there's a if there's an airliner about to crash. Yep. Fly up and basically love serve s- as its missing wing. Love sa- love saving an airline. Uh huh. We've I think we've named a few others, but mm-hmm. just I I love seeing that Su- Superman fighting disasters. It's always good. Yeah. Um. What else? That's about all I have. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot for this one. I liked the end, like not just the very end where mm-hmm. he's frozen in the lava, but the near end where the kryptonite, like Superman, just basically says, "Here, fetch." That was frozen so into the lava. Funny. <laughs> yeah. The only thing there is, is I'm like, does he need it to live, or no? Does he just want it back? No, it's not like Iron Man's thing. Yeah. 
It's it's in the same spot, so it's easy to think that. But no, it's just well, he, he's the man with the kryptonite heart. So I assume he needs. A I don't think they call him that in this. They like, don't. That might be his. That might be his deal in the comics. But I think Lex just gave him some kryptonite mm-hmm. because it stops Superman. <laughs> Here, this will stop Superman, and also you can keep it in your little chest refrigerator. Also, also, it'll give you uh, horrible uh, radiation, like you know, horrible cancer. But uh, we'll talk about that later. Sorry, it's fine. We removed your body as a special mm-hmm. precaution. Yeah, we gave you a bodyectomy. <clears throat> but um, no, I what I, what I liked was Superman just sort of like here, fetch, and throws it in the lava, and like the the sort of mindless like arms outstretched, almost like a zombie, just like oh no, my kryptonite. Yep. And it's like suddenly he's not wisecracking or, or like strategizing. He's just like eh, get rock. I need my I need my rock back. And it's it's funny, but it's also like, ooh, yeah, I get it. He like, you're strong mm-hmm. with that with that robot thing, but like, you're not stronger than Superman. That is the only edge you have. You lose that, you got nothing. <laughs> now I'm just a stupid robot. He's gonna bend me in half. Like, yeah, I could beat Batman like this, but uh, who cares? Batman's like, you could beat Batman. Mm-hmm. I'm not impressed by your little door. You're not. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Look, I've got. Uh, I've got prototype uh, bat suits going back to like 30 years ago that have a bat door. And I, I drew when I was six. Mm-hmm. Little bat door. It's shaped like a bat. Oh, no. It would mm-hmm. be. Ah. Oh, no. All right. No. Anything no, else? I'm trying to get the Skeletor. <laughs> Malcolm McDowell would have been a good Skeletor. He would have been a good Skeletor. Again, yeah. not an epic bad guy, but a jerk. <laughs> You'll never breach Snake Mountains, He Man. Mm-hmm. Evelyn, get him! Hope Mark Hamill doesn't take this job for some reason. Look, Mark Hamill is a wonderful voice mm-hmm. actor. I just don't think he's well suited to Skeletor when he's doing this voice. <laughs> like he's doing the he's doing the Fire Lord from Avatar, yep. which is a great villain voice. But we all know what Skeletor sounds like, mm-hmm. and it's not that. Please tell them what Skeletor sounds like. Ah! Thank you. Like we got the we got the best like Alan Oppenheimer's still alive, but if mm-hmm. he doesn't want to do it, we got the best Skeletor, like the second best Skeletor voice in the world, right here. Yeah, call me. I've met right. I I've met you, Kevin Smith. You know. Mm. You think he remembers? I'd like to believe so. He smokes a lot of weed. I'm not saying you're not memorable. Weed. I'm saying he smokes a lot of weed. All I know is that he, when he was hiring the cast for that show, he hired all of his friends, and I was not called. So that shows me where mm. that relationship is. Yeah, but again, not because you're not memorable. No. Just the drugs. Mm. All right. Lousy Anything drugs. else? Uh, no, that's mm. everything I got. Want to talk about Double Dose, which yeah, is I'll... not a Two-Face episode. We were no. wrong on all of these. Yes, yeah, so Double Dose. Meet Danny, random metalhead and one of two idiot janitors in this episode. <laughs> this particular idiot janitor works at uh, whatever prison they've been keeping Livewire at, and he's about to make the biggest mistake of his life, specifically when the loud electricity lady asked him, asked to borrow his Walkman, and he says yes because, well, look at her. Anyway, she drains the Walkman, fucks up Danny, ruins a sandwich, and then escapes into Metropolis's electrical system where she vows revenge on Superman. Superman's plan to spray Livewire with a hose makes Livewire realize that she's probably going to need some help, especially if Superman decides to hide in a lake or fjord. <laughs> so she swings by prison and grabs local idiot Ro- Rudy Jones, a.k.a. Parasite, who is still enjoying his newfound cable. I believe he's watching Letterman. 
Rudy attacks Superman first with a shotgun, and then by draining the powers of one of Metropolis's many local sharks. And then he fucks off back into the sewer where he and Livewire have been crashing. The Double Dose, as they're apparently called, break into a local power plant, and Superman arrives alive, wrapped in plastic. Everybody fights for a while, and then Rudy drains Livewire, taking her out of what I was pretty sure was her episode. And then he drains Superman and remembers that he's Clark Kent again. Not that any of that matters, because Superman just sprays him with water, and then he explodes. Later, Superman asks Dan Turpin if there's any chance that Rudy will remember anything that he learned. Nah, says, Super says Turpin. Nobody's particularly interested in that plot. You know, this time, I kind of got it. I feel like they were trying to explain that a little bit. Mm. And I feel like if Rudy doesn't write it down, <laughs> the memory's just gone. And he's too dumb to write it down when he learns it. I just, at some point, we've got to talk about... He's got to do something with the fact that he knows who Superman is. It just yeah, keeps like not being an issue. I think, I think the memory just goes out of his head. I mean, this happens to me sometimes. You know, you, you walk into another room and you mm -hmm. forget what you came in there for. It happens to people. It's just and making a sandwich. It's just like, ah, oh, shit, I used to know who Superman was, didn't I? That's... That's what I'm saying. All he has to do is write it down. I God, I love how dumb Rudy is. He's just oh a my god, dumb idiot. Well, this was this was this was the two idiots. Mm -hmm. Like, is this our first proper team up of of two Superman villains? Oh God, it might be. I'm and trying to think. They they both have formidable powers, like serious powers, mm -hmm. and they're both too stupid to do anything. Well, th that's the thing. They're both stupid and petty, and just mm -hmm. like yeah, one of them's Laurie Petty. Mm -hmm. It's like, what are you going to do with your amazing superpowers? I don't know, fuck with Superman, steal some stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, Rudy's doing okay over there. He's just is happy to have TV all day. Yeah. Oh, also, you, you say he's watching Letterman. I'm pretty sure it's David Endocrine. Is that the Isn't, is that the DC is, David Letterman? Well, that's the that's the Dark Knight version oh, of it. Oh God, that's that's a poll. Jesus. Re uh, well, I just reread it recently. Nice. Also, we're going to be covering it for the Patreon next month. Yeah, so. I got to read that before we do that. Yeah, still pretty good. Mm -hmm. You know, allowing for Frank Miller. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, you got to do that. Um, But, yeah, I love I love how stupid these two are and how these two teaming up should be a big deal. Uh -huh. Like, it should be, this guy can drain your power, and this lady can shoot, like, she's got lightning. Mm -hmm. Like, she's got electricity. She can travel through the grids, and she can, like, just blast your ass with, you know, like, electricity. And mm -hmm. Nah, it doesn't matter. But, like, still, all she really wants to do is go on a TV and yell at people. Ah, uh, I will give her credit. Mm -hmm. She has moved on from just taunting Superman. She wants to kill him. Yeah, she fucking hates Superman now. Which, the last time her motivation was a little, like, it was fine. Mm -hmm. It was okay, but it was like, you really don't know what to do with these powers. She's had a little bit of time in prison, she's thought about it, and now she's like, no, I want to murder him. Mm -hmm. I don't want to humiliate him anymore, I just want to straight up kill him. Yeah, there's a part where she's just like shooting him with electricity and just like, I want to fucking kill you! Yep. And uh, right, this, is, wow. this actually ties into my good thing. Mm -hmm. There's some really good animation with her electrical effects. Like, oh, yeah. They were okay last time, but they really put the extra effort in this time. A lot of good, like, sort of pseudo lighting effects and shading, and just it, it made the electricity pop a lot more, mm -hmm. and it just it looked really cool. Yeah. And, I don't know, just just looked good. Mm -hmm. They had the A-team on this one, and it was good. Yeah. Well, nice. Yeah. But again, these two are idiots. I love, I just, and she would absolutely refer to herself as the brains of the operation and just, Oh, well, no. I mean, in this case. I mean, as yeah. compared to Rudy, who yeah. needs to be, needs to be reminded to breathe in and out. Uh-huh. But like, I, I feel like you put Bizarro on this team. Oh. Mm. 
And you got even more people with just incredible powers who just annoy Superman. That's their whole purpose. <laughs> and we talked about this before, but that's that's my favorite thing. Yeah. Superman's just like, God, I'm lucky all my villains are idiots except for Lex. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm Brainiac. I was about to say Lex is trying to keep a low profile, but no, he's not. He's already given up. Not at all. He does, That dude does not give a shit about a low profile. Yeah, I love killing Superman. I do it all day long. Yep. There's um, there's a bit at the beginning where Livewire's in, in her cell, mm-hmm. and Amanda pointed out, well, she doesn't have electricity powers anymore. She shouldn't have pants. That's true. Because she made pants out of electricity, mm-hmm. and yeah, well, that's a good point. I mean, they're a type of pants, I guess. Well, I, honestly, they're not pants. It's no, like, it's you a know, one like piece a, and giant boots. Yeah, but even still, she mm-hmm. you know she covered her shame with lightning. I guess somehow. I don't know. Two things they, I'm going to do is, first of all, I'm going to create pants out of electricity. Then I'm going to mm-hmm. fucking kill Superman. I like this plan. <clears throat> now, what happened at the at the end of the last uh, Livewire episode? Lex mm-hmm. was like, you're, you're going to work for me now. Yeah. And like, uh, hmm, file not found. Yeah. Well, we see her like strapped into like a thing. And like, I, I assume he was like powering buildings off of her or whatever, because that's the kind of shit he would do. Cause he's an asshole. I guess so. But, but the implication was, Oh no, I want to kill Superman. You need some, mm. you need somebody with a brain helping you. Cause you're kind of stupid. I ain't stupid. I was on the radio. Okay. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also like, I want to keep her around. She was my favorite disc jockey. Yeah. I think that's probably true. Plus, as I recall, she she was on like K-Lex or something. Like it was yep. his radio station in the first place. So like he might have her under contract or something. <laughs> oh, no. If you don't have your show anymore, you still work for me somehow. Mm-hmm. All I want to do you... is kill Superman. Oh, I have good news then. Because guess, di- guess what division you've been hired for? <laughs> you got a whole uh... division to kill Superman? I have five divisions to kill Superman. Mm-hmm. Look, there's there's these guys over here who are just looking for kryptonite. Mm-hmm. There's like a thousand people just looking for tiny green rocks. Mm-hmm. That's their whole purpose in life now. All these guys do is build robots that can kill Superman. Oh, really? Do they have chest doors? No. I, t- I, can o- I told you people, I can only afford one chest door. Not everyone gets chest doors. They're a right, not a privilege. Wait, no, <laughs> I strike that, chest- reverse it. I got a chest door. <laughs> I'm the best chest door haver. Mm-hmm. Is that why you hired Bender? Shut up. <laughs> I'm 50% Metallo. Clonk, clonk. <laughs> 30%, sorry. <laughs> Fuck that joke all up. <sighs> uh, one of my notes just says, please don't fall for the water thing again, you idiot. <laughs> she does, in fact, uh, spend a good chunk of this episode uh, actively being afraid of water. Well, I mean, at least she's learned, yeah. sort of. I don't really. go... They're, they're escaping, and Rudy's like, you're not getting in the boat with me? And she's like, I don't work well with water. Yeah, I'll go through the power lines. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I'll just drain a shark, I guess. But, like, she gets a look that's just like, oh, water, no thank you. Uh-huh. I, I do like you saying he gets the power of a shark. Mm-hmm. I, I assume that means he becomes very smooth. <laughs> Incredibly smooth. Mm-hmm. I'm smooth, Superman. <laughs> he's so smooth, he slips out of Superman's grasp. I, I didn't get the shark thing, and it's like, oh, wait a minute. He's fighting Superman underwater. Now he doesn't have to breathe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He, he he absorbed the power of gills somehow. I don't know how that works, but it doesn't really matter. <laughs> That's fine. Rudy doesn't know either. No. I don't know. I thought I, I, thought I could bite him. 
thought if I got the shark power, I could bite him, but uh, breathing's good, too. Rudy, you don't have a mouth. Oh, that's mm. right. Yeah. <sighs> if only I had real human teeth like John Corbin. <laughs> well, work for LexCorp, apparently. Mm-hmm. Oh, he would. I can give you teeth, but no chest door, so don't even ask. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. Uh, oh, I let's talk about the wrapped in plastic thing okay. because I love that. I j- <laughs> legit do. But also, what? It's bizarre. Like Superman just walks in and he looks like he's been um, uh, saran wrapped. Oh no! It looks like he's been laminated. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I started making a fake ID and I just uh, <clears throat> fell in the thing. We have a thing at work that's like. Like, you wrap something in plastic, and then you put it through, like, an oven, and it melts it. It's how we ship Yeah, shrink wrap. Yeah, exactly. And it looks like they did that to Superman. Yeah, they shrink wrapped him. He's like, he showed up at uh, Star Labs, and he's like, I need something that'll keep me, uh, that'll keep me all slippery. Look, and- Professor, the, the space suit's not, not electric proof. The mm-hmm. lead suit's not electric proof. The underwater suit, hmm. What about the shrink wrap gun? Well, well, that's just for our retail division. Yeah, but. Can I borrow it? <laughs> I mean guess weird but okay mm-hmm no I, I I liked I like that he keeps having these tricks mm-hmm. like that I've said this before he's got this whole support system and because Hamilton's willing to cook up new shit he's like oh yeah we you, you won't get caught by live wire again I'll I'll wrap you in plastic man yeah it's great can I have, can I have like a gun that shoots water I mean like a hose <laughs> no I can't give well, you a hose. On Krypton, we called them guns that shoot water. But you got to <laughs> stop using that as an excuse. I will never stop using that as an excuse. I mean, early on in our relationship, you would say things that were patently false and then say, well, that's how we do it in Canada. Mm-hmm. And just expect me to believe it. Yeah, well, knowing... then, you, then you start hanging out with a bunch more Canadians. I was going to say, yeah, I know a lot of Canadians. And, uh... No, it yeah. turned out I was just lying to you a whole lot. No, no kidding. <laughs> you don't say. And that was the basis of our whole friendship. Yeah. Hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, right. At one point, uh, uh, Superman's fighting uh, Rudy with a mop. Mm-hmm. I wrote, like, so much to- so much toxic Avenger. <laughs> I actually... I, have, I haven't I've, thought about that movie in, like, 35 uh-huh. years. I actually really liked it as the end of the episode where, like... So, like oh, that's the big epic uh, set piece. Yeah. So, like, Rudy's beating the shit out of Superman, and he keeps, like, draining him and stuff. And Superman runs off to a janitor's closet... And grabs uh-huh. a mop, and uh-huh. then sets it on fire and starts the uh, the. Uh, oh, that was very clever. The sh- the sprinkler system, and that's mm-hmm. awesome. I think you learned that from Space Quest Three. We're mm-hmm. just we're just covering all the old adventure games this yep. week. Uh, there was a lot of really transparent innuendo in this one. Oh yeah, my quote. Oh yeah, what do you Let's, got? Let's uh, roll this. Up. Speaking of Superman wrapped in plastic. Uh, oh yeah. He shows up and Livewire says this, which could only refer to one thing. Well, what do you know? The Boy Scout brought protection. Yeah, what else could that mean? Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and there's there's a lot of that. There's also some some un, uncomfortable leering from, from Rudy, uh, which it's I think not ties just, into your bad thing. It's yeah? not le- just leering. Um, I could have well, done yeah. without all of, the, all of the Rudy trying to grab Livewire every five seconds. Like... I get that he's trying to drain her energy because he's an idiot, but, like, it doesn't come off like that. It comes off like he keeps trying to grab her by the ass. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it is—he does have 
absorbing powers, and she does have pretty cool powers. They, so I, yes, I get it. But they also keep framing it like yeah, she, no, her that, going that don't, don't t- she says no means no at one point, which yeah. Mal really enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, I you know got to teach kids early about mm-hmm. the consent, I guess. But, but it's yeah. just. <laughs> Yeah. It's a little gross, and it it ruins one of my favorite characters a little bit by making him gross. I mean, does it really surprise you that Rudy would be like that? I mean, no. If you knew Rudy in real life, he would be like that. <sighs> that's just that's just how those kind of people are. Ugh, I don't want him to be like that in real life. I just want him to be an idiot. Well, like he's a, also that. A fun idiot. Well, he's not really that. No. I mean... You know, he could have asked for something huge, and he asked for TV mm-hmm. in still, the 90s, when st- TV sucked so bad. <laughs> still like that regular guy voice coming out of his weird-ass parasite body. Oh, yeah, same. No, and I love, and I know we're going to be seeing more of this, mm-hmm. I love, like, um, team-ups. I love seeing two different Superman guys just like, uh, how does this work? I don't know. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Throw these guys together. Um... So, so are we my bad friends thing. or what? I wouldn't go that far, Rudy. Nah, look, we gotta kill Superman and then, you know. Yeah, we'll go fine. our separate ways. I don't um yeah. like you, actually. Yeah. I don't, I don't want these. <laughs> <laughs> my bad thing. So there was a lot of meatily Mao guitar in this mm-hmm. one, like like probably twice as much as the Lobo episode. Yep. Which I enjoyed in the Lobo episode, but like the score in these shows have been has been so good. Like uh, uh, Shirley Walker and some other people have just done some amazing music, and uh, they have to understand that there's more than one kind of rock. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna give Lobo the the cheesy sort of like I don't know ACDC kind of thing, yep, you got to give Livewire. Like I understand it kind of fits the the sort of shock jock mm-hmm. personality to give that sort of hard rock thing, but. It just sounds like Lobo again. Yeah. Like, you gotta go with something else. Yeah, give her, like, some synth or something. She's electric. Or punk. Ooh, boogie, yeah. woogie, woogie, woogie. Yeah, the, the, like, punk mm. would have worked way better. Like, you could you could still have hard guitars just playing something different. Yeah. Or, you know, absolutely delight you and give her some ska. Yeah. Put some checks on that, uh, on that costume. Oh, that would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Ska-flavored live wire. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what else? else? Um, my good thing is I love her little strut out of the prison. Yeah, just like yeah. I mean, the whole prison break thing is very good. Like she, well, fucking... I, I mean, I'm not gonna nitpick it to death because we're not that kind of show. But really, two double A batteries and a Walkman was enough to give you like power. Well, mm-hmm. I assume once she gets enough that, she's got enough charge to start taking it from like you know all the lights and like all the crap that the building runs I... on. Mm. I just, it, it made it look like the Walkman gave her enough power to, like, shoot herself into the wall. I was like, really? That might light up a light bulb for ten minutes or something. <laughs> but whatever. I don't need a whole lot. Okay? I guess not. Why do you keep robbing uh, power plants? Shut up. How about that? All right. Because those, cause those big fucking coil things are cool. Yeah, it's fun to grab them. All right. Uh-huh. I'm not going to tell you your business. Yeah, fine. No, it was it was good, and that, that kind of falls in with what I'd said before. Just like good animation in this one, mm-hmm. like particularly her. Yeah, I feel like they kind of like they they did okay last time, but I feel like they really stepped it up. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this character has to be visually distinct, and they they really stepped up to that. Yeah, absolutely. So, that's cool. A uh, lot of me just saying, "You idiot! You guys are stupid! <laughs> well, God, you're so dumb!" They're idiots and they're stupid. So fair. Mm, yeah. 
just but that's that's too about stupid, all I got. Just two stupid idiots. Yep, that's Superman's rogues gallery. Mm-hmm. Just uh... this is why Lex needs to do like a Superman revenge squad because like all of these guys are dumb and bad at their jobs. Yeah, I mean Brainiac's out in space somewhere, and you mm-hmm. got Lex, and I think that's it. Yeah, you tried to put this list together a minute ago, and we got off on another topic, but mm-hmm. I, I think I think that's all. It's you know Bizarro, not smart. No, Toy Man is a doll of moderate he's, intelligence. He's he's got like he's he's the, his one very specific thing that he's focused yeah. on. He can he can make really cool gadgets, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's like intelligent otherwise. Per no, se. absolutely not. Yeah. And I'm good at one thing, and it's creating toys that uh, that uh, break the laws of physics. Well, mm-hmm. that's useful, but let's um let's get someone smart to tell you what to do with those. Mm-hmm. And then um, Metallo's just you know a jerk. Mm-hmm. Not st- mm-hmm. again, not stupid, but not smart. Yeah. He was just a he was just a thug before. That's true. Also, like, he we did chase a... that uh, that kryptonite chunk into a lava flow. Uh, see, I. I thought that was cool. I thought that was like almost a just a desperate like like uh, instinctive thing. I really liked that. It, it just I I liked it, but it very much looked like like his hat was being blown away in a breeze. Yeah, that's that's a good point. It can be both. Mm-hmm. I should keep that hat in my door. <laughs> it's not where hats go, but it'll be safe in there. I'm gonna put everything in my door. Mm-hmm. I'm taking your door back. No, oh, no. I was the one who got the door. <laughs> All right. What else? Uh, that is about all that I yeah. have. Decent episodes, though. I mean, yeah. look, they always are. Uh, Superman takes remember. a break from uh, hunting Livewire, the deadly criminal, to go get a hot dog. Well, you know. Sometimes you got to get a hot dog. Yeah. Also, another outfit for Lois. They mm-hmm. put her in a, a rain slicker, which gave uh, Superman the idea to uh, wrap himself in plastic, like That's so much it. Laura Palmer. Rubber. That's what mm-hmm. I'll do. Mm-hmm. Hope she won't make a condom joke. That'll make me blush because I'm just a I'm just an innocent farm boy. <laughs> nice condom, Superman. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> she found the one thing I was sensitive about. Oh, I like all shock work. shocks. Uh huh. No, any anything even vaguely sexual to him, he's just like, oh, ah. that's why I feel like when he finally goes on a date with Lois, like, just he's gonna be so out of his league. Mm-hmm. So you want to uh. have sex, Smallville? Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Or uh, maybe he goes to Gotham to help Batman, and he has to deal with Catwoman or something. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus Christ! Oh no, Harley, mm-hmm. all of them, just just nonstop. Mm-hmm. I don't All know what right. to do. Anything else? Uh, that's everything I got. All right. Well, we did our quotes, so mm-hmm. I suppose that's all. Yeah. Uh, next time we have solar power. I have no idea what that is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume it's a Toy Man episode. I'm just going to double down on that. <laughs> Every week hell? it's a Toy Man episode. One of these sure. days I'll be right. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Brave New Metropolis, which I do know which one that is. Mm. Uh, that's, uh, that would be our first of many trips to different alternate realities. Ah. In this series. So uh fun. Look forward look forward to that. No, it, it is. Oh well it good. Is. It's a good episode. Right. It's just it's a plot that they come back to a lot in Justice League and it's it's always good. Mm-hmm. It's just something they do a lot. Look. Is all. 
I like I like a good post-apocalyptic uh, reality. I read X-Men comics. That's like 50% of what they are. Yeah, but look, I'm already living in the horrible fascist dystopia mm-hmm. reality. Like, mm-hmm. can we go to the other one? The one where things are nice? Yeah. Presumably the one that, that we're the mirror universe too. I assume that's uh, just Silver Age Superman. Right. No, Which... I mean literally us. Mm. Oh, yeah, that would in, be In the actual world. Also. Yeah. But, all right. Uh, so that's and on that week. note... <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you want to write to us, it is Kids Love Batman Podcast at Gmail. Like I said, we are uh, we are burning through this show. Mm-hmm. We'll be we'll be done in a few months and on to Batman Beyond. So yeah. if you want to write to us about Superman stuff, please do. Yeah, uh, the website is kidslovebatman.com, and we will be back next week. And I believe our friend Devlin will be joining us. Yeah, so look forward to that. Yep. See you, folks. Twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2021. Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.